Welcome back, everybody, to the Scary Sci-Fi Sluts podcast. I am one of the Scary Sluts, Kenny from Chicago. And I'm Brandon from Oregon. And we are continuing our Supernatural series today with Supernatural Season 1, Episode 8, titled Bugs. Uh, Episode 8 came out November 8th, 2005, so this is um what does that make it a week maybe i think it's more than a week uh two weeks after the previous one after hookman directed once again by kim manners uh kim has we've mentioned kim i believe it's a woman could be a man i'm not quite sure we mentioned them a few times so far i think they've directed a couple episodes and they've actually stayed on to be a executive producer throughout the series so Regular Kim Manners here, written by Rachel Nave and Bill Coakley. So something about these two people is they have no other writing credits to their name outside of something called Supernatural Gender Swap. And I like don't know for sure what this is. Like, I don't know if it's an actual series or something. Um, but it says there's like a bunch of episodes like they redid the entire first season in like a gender swap format so the two main characters are like I forget what the names are like Dean let me see Dina something like that yeah okay so Supernatural Gender Swap came out in 2013 Uh, Samantha Winchester and Deanna and I, I like looked at this on IMDb and I'm like, there's 23 episodes of this. I, How have I never heard of this? Yeah, I, it's so strange. Like, I don't, oh, wait, here's the official site. I haven't looked at this yet. Let's see what this is about. Oh my God, we were spot Fools on, Gold. Dina and Samantha. <clears throat> Fool's Gold Theater Productions. Oh, was it like a stage production or something? Oh my God. I just went to their Podbean website link and it like doesn't exist. I'm I really don't know what this is, <laughs> but so I thought that was interesting that uh, these two people I don't know how they got onto writing parts of this show, but they have they've done nothing else. So it's just interesting. Huh. Um, do you want to hit us up with some trivia, some behind the scenes information? Well, I think you just hit us with the biggest piece of trivia. <laughs> the most exciting one. <laughs> um, yeah, so mostly uh, a lot of trivia about the CGI. Um, oh, the God. So they used 60,000 real bugs, real bees, that weren't able to be picked up by the cameras. And so they still had to use CGI. Talk about a fail wow so they they went through the time the money to get real bees but then didn't even like prepare ahead of time so where they could record it what you know i don't know how much it costs to to rent sixty thousand bees but i think they could have saved that money and um hired a better actor for Lori in the previous episode yeah 
Um, That's sad. Tyler Johnston, who plays Matt, will later go on to play Samandriel in season eight. Uh, I don't remember who that is. Yeah, it's a that's a long time ago from whenever we ended on season 16 or something. So even I don't remember him. Well, I guess when we return to, when we eventually get to season eight, we'll, we'll make a note. Uh, he's got a very familiar face though. Um, I did like the, the guy who played him. Mm. Um, <laughs> some, some pretty fun goofs going on set while they were recording. Um, I guess Jensen Ackles was the first to get stung by a bee, which amused Jared Padalecki enormously. Mm. Uh, Ackles got his revenge very shortly after when Padalecki sat down on a bee and got stung. Oh, <laughs> got stung in the ass. <laughs> Damn! How does that even happen? Was the bee like laying? Was it getting a suntan and the the pointer was just like? <laughs> oh, interesting. Thing <sighs> um, else good. I saw that this okay. is the lowest rated episode of season one. I'm not surprised. Again, going off of uh, last episode's trivia, alongside Supernatural's Hookman, this is one of Eric Kripke's least favorite episodes. <laughs> it's it's almost funny that we decided to do both these episodes back to back. Yeah. It's like um, Kripke knew. We should have just looked at the trivia. We would have known. Something about... Uh, this is not director Kim Manners' first time working with insects. He also directed the X-Files episode War of the Coprophags, which used around 300 live cockroaches. Yikes. Oh, gross. So does Kim Manners like something like bugs a lot or something? He's got a yeah, fetish. So. Uh, body count two. Keeping up with the body count. <laughs> Very oh. threatening, these bugs. This was one of my favorite pieces of trivia. Um, did you read the one about the the two realtors thinking that Sam and Dean are gay? And this is a this is kind of like a thing that gets brought up multiple times because in oh, a the future wincest. episode, yeah, when they find out that their lives are being written about, future spoilers. Um, they also find out that some fan fiction is being written about them where they are lovers. Yep. Yeah, I made a note while watching this that it was very, very ironic and very predictive of the future that this whole, I'm not sure if any of the, the fans listening have heard or seen the Wincest concept. I don't remember when it started. It must have been after the first couple seasons, but people started having some real interesting fantasies and would like draw some crazy things about the Winchester bros fucking each other and it's really uh-huh. weird. It was like so strange, but it was foreshadowed in this episode because it happens twice that they're like, oh yeah, we, we accept people of any sexual orientation. <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, oh, Dean, Dean says that if he lived a normal life, he would blow his brains out. Um, in future episodes, he ends up living a normal life and not the life of a hunter. And he actually, from what I remember, he enjoyed it, right? Yeah, there, there's some there's some episodes that kind of go back and forth with the idea, and yeah, he, uh, he enjoys it. I think he gets tired along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. so nothing nothing too deep or crazy, just kind of goofs. Yeah. Uh, in let's see, initial impressions of this episode before we hop into the plot. Initial impressions. Um, I mean, just like Hookman, 
it's it's a filler yeah um definitely was not impressed uh i thought it was kind of a disservice the the way that they used very very bad cgi um and this kind of goes back to the what we were talking about last episode about um like we can't judge them too hard because it was 2005 but like i mean you kind of can because we I mean, were still lord of the rings far. lord of the rings that yeah. came out in 2001 to 2003 and although granted they were big budget but i'm trying to think of other tv shows in this time that used cgi and like i don't really know what i watched in 2005 but yeah like i don't i don't want to give them too many excuses when like i feel like they had a big enough budget and mm-hmm. i feel like what it comes down to is the director and the writer not making the choices that they need to yeah um yeah but yeah so it it was it was rough to get through and i i feel like when i finished watching it it's very much so an abrupt finish and you're like wow i guess that sums up that episode yeah well we'll get Um, to that as we go through it um yeah what do you got for your initial uh like just thinking back even before re-watching this one like thinking about the first time i saw it and you know subsequent watchings after that I, i've never liked this episode and um, what's interesting is like watching it previously i never watched it with like you know kind of a reviewing type of mentality i was just watching it just putting on to watch it and even then i didn't like it and so watching it with this mindset of like actually analyzing it, it's just, it's so much worse. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's filler. It's, it's just there to meet the, the amount of episodes that they're supposed to produce. And um, yeah, there, I will I say I... though, there are one or two things that do come out of like one thing that comes out of it that'll add to the overall story. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that part. Um, I think I mentioned last episode that when I watched this one, I tried to not take it as seriously because yeah. Hookman was so bad. Yeah. And I I definitely liked the episode as like a goof. Like if you if you watch it and try not to take it seriously and um just try to enjoy the episode, it serves its purpose. But when you when you look at things deeply and like think about the progression, if they're trying to do comedy or comedy or cor- uh, horror you said comedy <laughs> that's the new genre <laughs> uh it really it really brings this this episode down a peg okay um but we'll get into it let's yeah. jump let's, into uh, the plot let's we do it rip this sucker apart rip it a new asshole go for it <laughs> all right so we are joined by the two sisters oh wait wrong show <laughs> No, the two brothers are, or no, two bros. Gosh, it's I'm just, all It's just up. bros. It's not the bros, man. It's yeah, we're not, we're not there yet. Um, the bros. Threw me off. <laughs> uh, so two bros are working at a housing development uh, construction site when one falls down into a hole. He calls for help and says his ankle is broken. And the other guy goes and runs and tries to get a rope to help him out of the hole. But when he comes back, the dude is dead. Uh, he gets killed by bugs crawling all up him, uh, kind of like the scarabs in the mummy. 
Yes, you should come and have a look at this. The official cause of death is human mad cow disease, but the boys suspect something else is at play. The Winchesters investigate by crashing the housing development's open house barbecue, where they meet the owner of the development his, and his creepy bug-loving son, um, and then the realtor. After meeting everyone at the open house and everyone thinking Sam and Dean are banging each other, predicting the Winchest. The boys sneak into a house to crash overnight so that they can stay nearby if something else happens and so that Dean can test out the water pressure. Sure enough, the realtor gets attacked by awful CGI bugs while in the shower and falls through the, the glass shower door, killing her. The boys investigate the scene of death and find plastic spiders that you can get from one of those coin-op machines. Um, <laughs> at the, uh, you get them at the mall. They then go to question the creepy bug lover, who, creepy bug lover kid, who takes them to a secret hiding place in the woods where he whacks off to Sports Illustrated magazines. Mm -hmm. They find a hole in the ground covered by worms, and after further investigation, Dean digs up a human skull. Long story, very short. Um, the development is built on Native American land, where the natives put a curse on the land to protect it from being tarnished. After six nights. Bugs will swarm the area, killing everyone in their path. It just so happens that the night is the sixth night. So the boys gather the creepy bug boy and his parents and barricade inside their house while the bugs start attacking. Uh, millions of bugs bombard the house and Dean uses a bug spray and a lighter to fend them off for apparently eight hours because suddenly it turns from, or it turns to morning and the bugs disappear without him, you know, having to grab another bug spray or anything. Nothing. Um, after the family thank the Winchesters for their help, Sam tells Dean uh, he wants to apologize to their pops when they find him. Uh, as watching Bug Boy and his dad fighting him, oh, made him remember how important family is. And that's it, just as quickly as we started. Yeah, there's not much going on here. We'll fill in the gaps and we'll <laughs> we'll get deep into it. Um, yeah, that's the uh, that's the gist of the story. At the very start, when you see the two construction dudes and the guy falls down and he's like, "I broke my ankle," and they show like a close up of his his ankle, and I was like, "God damn, you did more than break your ankle, bro! <laughs> you fucking eviscerated your foot." <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I was like, if I fell down in a hole like that and was waiting for people to rescue me and I saw all these bugs corn coming towards me, I'd be like, just toss some lighter fluid and light me up, man. It's not worth it. I'm dead. Yeah, or I don't know, use your other good foot. Climb your way out. Big hole. Okay. <sighs> uh, and so oh they, they mentioned that uh, I think the autopsy report said like the guy had Crutzfeld Jacob condition or disease which is human mad cow disease and i was like I, I didn't look into this but is that a legit thing i don't know about human mad cow it's disease but <laughs> crutzfeld jacob disease 
CJD is a neurodegenerative disorder with characteristic clinical and diagnostic features, rapidly progressive, always fatal. Let's see, what are some symptoms? I don't know, none of this stuff really, I don't know how they came to the conclusion that this is what happened to the dude. Doesn't really seem like it fits, but whatever, science in television. Mm -hmm. um, and when I made a note that when the boys were investigating the other construction guy, when they were um, questioning him, that guy was a terrible actor. He was like smiling and laughing while telling them about the guy falling down the hole and him dying. He was like, <laughs> that's my friend. He's dead. Yeah, I went to give him some rope. He died. Jesus, where's the quality control in this show? It's like he was he was predicting the performance of Michael Pena. Where he's like, and then he died. And then we went to the next thing and to the party. Yeah. <laughs> There's a barbecue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I also made a note here, like if I ever saw an open house for like a, you know, just buying a house, renting an apartment, something, and I saw barbecue i would be there in an instant i don't know if i don't think places actually do that but if they do that's dope sign mm -hmm. me up twice Free seems like barbecue. something from the, from the south i don't even remember <laughs> what what state is this in oklahoma i want to say i want to say it's oklahoma <laughs> could be sure. wrong i think i think it is i think the last one was iowa yeah this one's oklahoma all right well out here in Oregon, all we get is cookies at uh, and kale. Houses. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want steamed kale? Do you want raw kale? What kind of kale? Um, and then yeah, so they the boys show up to the barbecue and start asking people some questions. But of course, this is where not only the the owner of the development assumes that they're gay, but also the realtor then assumes that they're gay, and it's that's that was so good. Like it was so well played out. Like. I loved it. Well, and we can't jump past the uh, the scene where we get to see um, them coming out of the the bar. Dean has just won some money off the pool. Uh -huh. That kind of sets up the the lore of how they make their money. Oh yeah, and but it was really I don't know the writing was really bad there because Sam was like, oh that's not really what does he say like. Oh, it's not a good thing to do. He's like not like moral or something. Yeah, like winning money off of out of bars and then credit card scams. Like, didn't he go to law school? Wasn't isn't yeah. this like I would feel like as a potential lawyer, he wouldn't allow Dean to do these at least like credit card scams. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they forgot about his lawyer background. <laughs> um and one thing that was really funny uh i think it was the the owner of the development when they're at the barbecue he he tells kind of jokingly he tells sam and dean that um linda the realtor is a very noisy neighbor i was like damn she fucks like a horse she must be a loud fucker he's a snitch <laughs> he's like don't tell my wife but it's me fucking her yeah <laughs> um and my favorite line from this episode is uh, when they're at the barbecue talking to the realtor and she, you know, she says like, oh, we, we accept people of all sexual orientations, race, ethnicity, whatever. And then Dean's like fed up with it. He's like, I'm not gay. So he, he leaves and he's like, 
I'm gonna go talk to Larry, okay, honey? And I think it like slaps Sam's butt. <laughs> so funny. That was one of my favorite scenes too. Yeah, that was good. And then immediately following that, Linda goes on to tell Sam about her shower. Like she wants him to join her in the shower. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, I, I think I see some kid playing with bugs over there. <laughs> I'm but way I'm more like... into that. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we meet the the weird fucking bug kid. And I was thinking like, if I had a kid that was that into bugs, like he doesn't want to talk to people. He doesn't want to play with other kids and he's obsessed with bugs. I'd be like, CPS, you take him. There's something wrong with him. Straight to military school. <laughs> yeah, something ain't right there. <laughs> and they showed he had like this big jar of crickets. I was like, that's fucking nasty, bro. Well, and he, it's so messed up. He released a spider to crawl onto her hand. Uh-huh. But of course, because Sam is equally as weird, he just picks up the spider. Yeah. I guess it, it just showing their connection there. And um, yeah, Sam and, and the kid, Matt, start to bond a little bit over the daddy issues because the uh, bug kid is the son of the owner of the real estate development. And he's like always giving the kid bug kid shit for being obsessed with bugs he's like why don't you go watch a porno every now and then huh why don't you just put the bugs down i'll buy you some playboys just be a normal kid and see uh sam like recognizes this and he's like hey i like bugs instead of porno when i was younger stop picking on them and so they get together really well um and then uh something about the news reporter they said on the news west nile virus and i was like is west nile virus the same thing as mad cow disease do you do you know that all right so let's see west nile virus mad cow disease comparative issue definition public health west nile virus mad cow disease i don't know if someone knows, if they're someone in the medical field knows if they're uh, similar or the same condition, you should leave us a comment because I don't know. I just thought it was funny that initially they said it was mad, human mad cow disease and later on the news, they're like, West Nile virus. <clears throat> um, then we get some bad CGI spiders, bad oh, CGI God. everywhere. They like... So, when, <laughs> so, no, um, I was just going to say it... It's very apparent that they used up their entire budget for the CGI in the first 10 minutes. Because uh-huh. I feel like I remember in the, the first opening scene when he falls through the hole, the CGI bugs were pretty good. It looked better, yeah. Yeah, and then it immediately went to trash. So it's like they took like 24 hours to do that one scene, and then they were like, oh, we need this episode done by like tomorrow. Yeah. Damn, why are my dogs so annoying? Can you guys shut up for five minutes? Um, Yeah, so she, this is the part where the realtor is taking a shower and, you know, we got to have a good shower scene. Although she wasn't very attractive. Did you, did you shit yourself when it crawled across her face? No, because it was terrible CGI. It still, it still got me. It wasn't like, like even in Home Alone, you know, in the first one where where kevin puts the spider on the guy's face like that looked good i think that was a practical effect but um that would have been better 
Like, even if you saw the string dragging it along, it still looked better than that CGI garbage. Oh, man. Um, and so Dean and Sam, they find out about the realtor getting killed because, you know, they broke into a house and Dean gives a funny line. He's like, oh, I want to test out the water pressure because the realtor had mentioned it before. And I was thinking, like, Dean probably blew the toilet up in there. Like, they, they probably shit in every toilet in the house, and then Dean clogged it up, and there's like, not my house. <laughs> We're only here for a day. I want a, I want a scene of Dean doing an upper decker. What's an upper decker? Or you take a shit in the top of the toilet seat where the, the water fills up. Oh, no. Oh, that would stink. Ooh. <laughs> No. Um, is, is that something that Allison needs to be concerned about? <laughs> and there's a there's four toilets in this house. I can mess with one of them. Okay. I hope it's not the guest one. <laughs> I just thought it was ridiculous how quickly he like I don't know if he picked the lock of this garage or if it was just unlocked, but just lifted it up. I don't think that's how like, it happens. I don't think that's how it works in these, you know, wealthy communities like what do I know? Yeah, um, so so he blows up the, the shower and the toilet. And... The best shot in this entire episode, though, is when uh, Sam's, like, knocking on the bathroom. He's like, you've been in there forever. And Dean opens up the door. He's got the towel. And he's like, shower presser's nice. <laughs> oh, God. That was yeah. pretty good. That was... Dean was pretty enjoyable in this one. Yeah. Even though, realistically, in that big house, there's 18 bathrooms. So, whatever. Yep. um yeah uh i made another note of dean again checking out people's asses in this episode it's just non-stop man he needs to get laid he hasn't whatever was last time he got it yeah Uh, we should keep track and uh figure out when the when he finally gets laid in this series that's another website we'll make is the the dean and sam banging scores you know how not and to be when. confused with the Dean and Sam incest. <laughs> not Dean and Sam banging. It's Dean banging and Sam banging. <laughs> There's a comma. <laughs> um, I think right around here. Okay, so right around the time when they go out into the woods and they find the skull and they like, I think they go to the anthropology center or something and they go to some library and find records because i guess in libraries you can find all the stuff there is to know about the history of a certain town or city Mm -hmm. um so they they realize like there's something native american going on so they go like interview some native american dude and this is about the point in the episode where i fell asleep i was so bored (laughs) like yeah this is uh, um there was just not enough here to really keep me interested. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that's why um, I had to finish it this morning because I watched it last night. Uh-huh. Do you fall asleep too? Well, Daddy, Daddy was a few few beers back and <laughs> might have blacked out at some point because. Dude, this would be a good drinking show. Like every time um, Dean checks oh, out an ass or something, <laughs> like. We're going to create a drinking game for any of our listen- listeners that want to watch through with us. We'll our, our, our reviews might get pretty interesting, but yeah, this <laughs> this morning I had to rewind it like 12 minutes because I was like, what is going on? 
it's, I don't even think it's like what's going on. It's more like I don't give a fuck what's going on. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So they find out, you know, exposition, typical Native American bur- burial ground type of story, where it's like, yeah, bugs are gonna come and do their thing. But what I didn't understand is, I, th- I think the guy said like, you know, on the sixth day, this is what happens. The bugs are gonna come and clear out the place. But it. They don't build housing developments in six days. They've been working on that land for like a year. So no, I think you, if you yeah, if you blink, you miss it. Um, I I feel like he said it's like once a year or like once every red moon or some bullshit. It it's like once a year. Once when all the planets align. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess I missed it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one plot hole that does get fixed, I guess. But yeah, whatever. They got to do it. Um, But I was just thinking, like, this is just a story that we've heard so many times before. Damn Indian burial grounds. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, so they they realize that it's the sixth night. So they go to the, the house of the uh, developer and it's like everyone we got to get inside the bugs are coming and cgi bugs come and storm the place and they start like chewing through the house and busting in and dean gets the brilliant idea of finding the bug spray the bottle's this big but it lasts all fucking night it's this big all night all seven night. hours apparently <laughs> yeah uh but the way it was shot like it just you really didn't understand what the passage of time was it felt like five minutes like what we actually Mm -hmm. see they could have done it way better to make it you know because it was supposed to be hours but it felt like five minutes it was just really poorly done um so he starts spraying everywhere and the bugs aren't even really scary like they're just kind of flying around they're not really doing anything i just be like okay you keep in your space you can have my house i'll be over here and so they eventually go up to the attic and the uh they see bugs tearing through the ceiling into the attic and i think sam and dean are like oh my god how'd they do that or something they didn't say but the looks on their faces and then they look over at the bug boy and bug boy's like termites i was like holy shit this is bad oh (laughs) so bad um as if they really needed an answer for how they're getting through yeah although (laughs) What? This was my favorite scene in the, the show because, you know, me working in HVAC, Sam <laughs> kicked off that furnace, uh-huh. the, the grill. Uh-huh. You're like, nice. I recommend yeah, I like Yeah, I like that brand. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good door to use, Sam. <laughs> um, yeah, but so then eventually Dean does run out of hairspray and uh, they all huddle in the corner. Bugs are flying around nothing's happening to them like what are they getting a no. sting or two no one even dies yep nothing happens and then suddenly literally suddenly the camera goes to like the hole in the ceiling where it was dark it flips a switch and turns the light and then all the bugs disappear and it is the dumbest fucking thing ever that's like that's got to be the lowest point of this series like they just i don't know if they forgot if they couldn't come up with a way to end the episode but there's like 
we just got to do it and hope no one notices. It's morning now. Yep. Um, so they survive, and then uh, the next day, the dad, the developer, he's like packing up with the moving truck, and <clears throat> the mom's nowhere to be seen. I don't know if maybe she died by the bugs or something, but you just don't see her at all. There's like fuck that girl. She uh, should have died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she had no purpose in this episode. Um, but him and the son are talking, and Sam and Dean come up and talk to him, and the guy's like, "Oh, thanks for saving us. We're getting out of here. I'll make sure no one lives here ever again." <clears throat> it's like, no, you're not. You can't do that. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna pretend like he's gonna stop hitting his kid. Yeah, it's maybe for one day, and then on the drive to the next place, he like throws him out the car. <laughs> Um, but then Sam has one last bonding moment with the kid. He goes up and the kid's throwing away his bugs. And I, this had me thinking like, this is technically animal abuse. I don't know if like PETA or anything would get on this, but he's literally throwing like cages of animals, uh, bugs into the trash can. I was like, that's fucked up. At least set him free. Like Jesus. Um, and then we get the last heart to heart of Sam and Dean sitting talking and Sam's like, you know, after seeing everything that happened with this family, like, I want to apologize to dad and Dean's basically calls out his bullshit. He's like, yeah, you apologize, but then you guys will just go back to fighting a second later. And it was a nice touching moment and it has truth. Actually, it's, it's pretty accurate. Oh yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. He's like, I want to find dad. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell do you think we've been doing um yeah that's that's all i got there you got anything else to add before we get into scoring no i mean yeah i was just disappointed um they they should have done so much more like there was really like no fear that they were gonna die or lose here yeah. Um, I feel like they should have killed the mom to at least give it a little bit more like drama and right. fear to the to the story. Um, but yeah, the 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 beats were just so quick between us getting there and us being done. Yeah. And it it left the story so open ended too, because I don't know if you if you noticed at the end, he says that he's having someone look into the 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 grounds and he's gonna make sure no one lives there again so the curse isn't broken they just survived it right and i don't know about you but i'm highly highly skeptical that this guy since he owns the land that probably cost him millions of dollars to buy i don't think he's just gonna let it sit there (laughs) and not make any money from it he's gonna sell that bitch yeah and i don't think that we ever come back to this place or do a part two i hope not which is a like a a missed opportunity if they're if they're not going to solve the issue right now then come back and make it even better the next time please don't i'm done with bugs (laughs) although i kind of like what what you're getting at though i don't think there's has there ever been like a kind of two episode three episode arc where they left a case unfinished and then came back to it Yes and no. Um, I think they've I think they've done multiple parts, but I don't think for like a single monster. I think it's more for like just the the overall theme. Like if they're trying to defeat like a big bad boss, yeah, 
um, like a demon or something. Right. Or they like do, stuff with they the do, trickster and stuff too. Yeah, they do like callbacks where um, only one episode they had like the all the monsters come back that they've slain. Mm, um, cool. But no, nothing like a two or three part like focused episode like they should. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then let's get into our scoring. Why don't you, uh, or actually, favorite favorite scene, dialogue, and thing you hated the most? <clears throat> um, gosh. I feel like one of my favorite scenes, and I liked the premise and where they were headed, was when they, they first show up to the, the first crime scene, and... Uh, after they flip the coin and Sam's like, I'm going to go in the hole. He, they do that, but then it like cuts and they're just driving away. Uh-huh. I kind of liked that choice for them not to show him getting in the hole because uh-huh. it helped further progress the story without us having to like watch him get in there and it like wastes another five minutes. <laughs> but then they screwed everything up and they they just like missed the entire opportunity. So like it was for nothing that they did it. Of him getting in the hole. No, of them like not showing him get in the hole. Because mm. they 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 saved themselves some time there, but then wasted the time by doing whatever the hell they did the rest of the episode. Yeah, so the entire episode. Yeah. I did I did um, like that, that banter between them though, where Dean was like, Oh, you're a pussy, you're not getting in the hole. And they flip and then Sam's like, No, I'm going. Yeah. Good brotherly love. Um, obviously loved the, the Dean scenes, him using the shower. Yeah. Best part. <laughs> um, least favorite, uh, I guess the episode just in, <laughs> in general as a whole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Um, the least favorite thing was the CGI the bugs. Oh. Probably it was it's seriously like if you don't have the capabilities to make it look somewhat decent just don't do the episode do something else rewrite mm-hmm. it just rewrite it as an invisible force like make it like the happening where it's the fucking wind like just get rid of the bugs it looks so bad um and then favorite part is is dean with the towel on his head just sticking his head out it was, it was just it was so cute it was so dean um, so then getting into ratings, why don't you, you take us off here? So as a refresher, we, we had talked about this a few times and we initiated it in the past, uh, the most recent episode for Hookman. Um, we have a new rating system that we're going to use for at least Supernatural. Uh, we are rating it on a one to 10 scale. First as uh, rating the horror, so how scary the episode was, rating the comedy, the overall story progression so um in supernatural depending on what season it is there's overall story arcs and um sometimes episodes add a lot to those story arcs sometimes they're directly relevant sometimes they're completely irrelevant so we'll rate that on one to ten of how you know how much it contributes to that arc and then the overall score one to ten of the episode so why don't you go ahead oh boy um horror i'd give it like a one like a 
zero adjacent. Um, <laughs> CGI was just so cringeworthy that like it was really bad. Yeah, you can't even call this a horror. Um, so very close to zero for horror. Comedy, I give it like a two. Um, you could probably argue that it it's got a few more comedy points than that. Um, obviously the the Dean scene and calling them gay. Um, but past that, there wasn't too many like comedic tones. Oh. Uh, progression, I gave it a four and that might've been too high. Okay. Um, I, I just think that, I mean, coming off of Hookman, this was uh-huh. like way more. Yeah. <laughs> we got to see how they make some money. We got a couple references of their dad, um, a little bit into their past of Sam and the dad's uh, drama with each other. Yeah. So I give it a little bit higher on progression. Um, and then overall, I give it a five. Ooh. And that that might be argued for lower again. Yeah. Um, but if you just watch it as like a silly episode and don't take it too seriously, you could you could give it a five. Okay. Uh, rip, well, rip it apart. What do you got? Horror. I also gave it a one. Not scary. Just from the start no. about bugs, it's very, very difficult to make bugs scary. Yeah, uh, and when you have bad CGI, you really it just, suck. Yeah, brings it down a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. To date, I think the only thing I've seen like movie or TV show wise that actually successfully made bugs scary, like did it well, was uh, I forget what season it is of Buffy. I think it may be season two or something. But there's an episode where one of the teachers is like a really hot, you know, woman. But then at night, she's like a praying giant praying mantis that like yeah. captures people and kills them and eats them. And I feel like they they handled it pretty well. Like they actually made it somewhat scary, even though it was really silly. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely not here. Nope, no, no. Comedy wise, I would give it a five out of ten because oh. you're right. It's it's not. It's not the funniest episode, but the funny moments are, I think, golden. Like, they hit hard. Yeah, yeah. The, the Wincest thing, predicting that, I just think is so crazy. And then I just can't get over Dean sticking his head out of the shower. Talking about the shower pressure, like, it was so funny. Done yeah, really I agree well. with that. So 5 out of 10. Overall story progression for this first story arc, um, which as a reminder, is the Winchesters looking for their father. I'd say I give it a 5 out of 10 because, okay. not necessarily because it, it adds to them searching for their father. They don't get any new clues. They don't get any new hints. There's no new voicemail or anything. But I, uh, I think Sam finding relationship with this weirdo kid and his like super serious father, um, I think that's an interesting reflection because that's, of course, it's something really similar to what what Sam had with his dad. And I like the the last moment where he says, like, you know, I want to apologize to him when we find him. And, of course, Dean saying, yeah, in, in kind of a joking manner, like, yeah, you're going to apologize, but then you guys will just start bitching at each other right after. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny, but it's also, it gives you a lot about what their relationship is, because to this point, we still haven't seen sam and john winchester interact yet 
we just yeah. gotten an idea of what the relationship is through you know them talking about it and i think the show's done really well so far of, of giving the viewers um like a visual without actually having a visual of what the relationship is and having that's that's like the only good thing to come out of this episode i think is we we get a more of a solid understanding of like their relationship like no matter what no matter where they are in life they're still going to bitch back and forth they just don't get along morally even though they're family <laughs> so mm-hmm. i like that um however overall three out of ten for this one like i said earlier i fell asleep i have not fallen asleep in watching any supernatural episodes that i can recall and i zonked halfway through this one uh (sighs) and also just like 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 i said before i never remembered anything good about this one i it has always been my least favorite one of my least favorite episodes just bugs aren't scary like I really feel like they should just replace it with something else and it's just mostly a filler episode with a couple good moments so Mm -hmm. it's like Ant-Man Ant-Man is a pretty I wouldn't say it's a bad movie but it's very very forgettable there's nothing really stand out about it like most things are fine with a couple golden moments like Michael Pena's monologues and Paul Rudd Mm -hmm. does okay but everything else just like didn't really need to happen so yeah it gives you something to watch until we get to until the next one yep until the good one exactly if no one else comments on what we should do next we might end up doing a couple more supernaturals or we haven't done twilight zone in a while we could do that too yeah we'll see um we'd love to hear back though and hear what you guys want to listen to Yep, our viewership is going up on YouTube. It's pretty cool. Which is very interesting. <laughs> Brandon has a theory that it's one person going and watching the videos over and over. Thanks, Mom. I think. <laughs> um, Why does no work? I keep hitting refresh. Uh, Love you, Mom. Yeah, I guess if um, if you don't have anything else, um, like I said, reach out to us comment subscribe listen on youtube Mm. um i think we're on spotify apple podcasts stitcher uh, google stitcher um and you can find us on facebook instagram twitter uh all the major platforms at scary sci-fi sluts yes with an s (laughs) sluts um well kenny you want to take us out All right, everyone, this has been a good one. Uh, Yeah, like Brandon said, leave a like, leave a comment, leave a review, do something, tell us hi. And until next time, stay scary and stay sexy. And said, said. Our whole lives have been searching for this demon. Sam Nicole made a gun. They say this gun can kill anything. We finally know where this demon's gonna be, and now we know how to kill it. More and more demons are walking among us. Do I come again now?